Good evening and welcome to this year's candlelight Christmas celebration. You know, Christmas happened in the dark, and Christmas remains primarily a celebration at night. We often lose a sense of direction in the dark, and we can become anxious and confused at night, but we also become alert. We can be blinded by unexpected light in the darkness. We welcome you here to San Marino Community Church this night of celebration and worship. I'm Reverend Jeff O'Grady, the pastor of the church, and on behalf of our session, and along with this talented and dedicated team of professionals up here, we extend a very warm welcome to you and your loved ones. Merry Christmas. You'll find resources to help you in the pew rack in front of you. There is a brochure there that will tell you more about how to get connected to the church. There are resources if you would like to find ways to connect and grow in your spiritual life. We would love to assist you with that. A little later in the service, if you want to drop us a card that is in the friendship pad, you can fill it out and put it in the offertory later. And we'll pray for you, and we'll be in contact with you. A few instructions tonight. At the conclusion of the service, we'll sing our final carol, and uh, we'll do it by candlelight. So you each have been given a candle when you came in. Uh, we'll light from the Christ candle, and the ushers and clergy will come down the, ins the um, center aisle and the outside aisles. And when someone's lighted candle is turned towards you, you take your candle sideways like this and you light from the lighted candle. Once your candle is lighted, then remain with it upright so that you don't get wax on your clothing and you don't ignite anyone else's fur coat or hair. So uh, it's pretty simple, really. Once your candle is lit, just hold it upright and then turn to your neighbor and they light theirs sideways from their candle, okay? It's very simple. We have everything we need for worship tonight because you're here, and so too is Jesus Christ. We've gathered in his name, and he's promised that wherever two or three are gathered, he will be in our midst. We're here because God's greatest gifts are within reach for every one of us. Gifts of love and family, of life and faith and hope. Gifts of the Holy Spirit like joy and peace and patience and kindness and faithfulness. So, whatever you didn't get done today, you're not going to get any more done. Don't worry about tomorrow. It'll still be there when we're finished with our worship today. Take a deep breath and enjoy this evening for we've come to worship the Lord on this night of joy and celebration. You're not a spectator, you're a participant. Like the shepherds, come, let us together see this thing that the Lord has made known to us. Welcome to Christmas Eve at San Marino Community Church.
Now to lead us in our responsive call to worship found in your order of worship is the Tim and Evelyn Jones family. Welcome. We are the, the Jones family. <laughs> um, during Advent, we begin with a responsive call to worship and lighting of the Advent wreath, which four candles representing each week in Advent, with one candle in the middle, which is the Christ candle. Each candle symbolizes the period of waiting and the coming of Christ. The weekly addition of every shining candle brightens our desires for a future with hope, joy, and peace and love. The Christ candle is lit on Christmas Eve, reminding all that Jesus is the light of the world. Throughout these past weeks, we have seen an accumulation of light as an expression of the growing anticipation of the birth of Jesus Christ, who is the light of the world. Let us say together our responsive call to worship. We light the first candle of Advent, the candle of hope, because Jesus is our hope.
We light the second candle of Advent, the candle of joy, because we know that Jesus brings true and everlasting joy. Uh, we light the third candle of Advent, the candle of peace, because Jesus, Jesus is the, the Prince, Prince of Peace. peace. We light the fourth candle of Advent, the candle of love, because Jesus is the Now we light the Christ candle. We believe in the one whom the prophet Isaiah calls the Prince of Peace. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders. And he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Let us join in prayer. Receive our thanks tonight for the beauty and majesty of Christmas, for your presence with us, and for your love that makes all things new. May your light shine as a sign of your glory and promise, now and forever. Amen.
please be seated. The prophecy. The people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. Those who lived in the land of deep darkness, on them light has shined. For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. His authority shall grow continually, and there shall be endless peace for the throne of David and his kingdom. He will establish and uphold it with justice and with righteousness from this time onwards and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will do this. But you, O Bethlehem of Ephrathah, who are one of the little clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from old, from ancient days.
The Announcement to Mary In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor in God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy, and he will be called Son of God.
the announcement to Joseph. Now the birth of Jesus the Messiah took place in this way. When his mother, Mary, had been engaged to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found to be with child from the Holy Spirit. Her husband, Joseph, being a righteous man and unwilling to expose her to public disgrace, planned to dismiss her quietly. But just as he resolved to do this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife, for the child conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son. You are to name him Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet. Look, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God with us. You'll notice following in your bulletin, you might be longing to sing with us the carol, The First Noel. However, unless you are planning to join the chancel choir next season, we will allow simply the chancel choir to sing the first Noel.
Friends, this isn't free tonight. It is a gift. And it's a gift that we couldn't afford to buy at any price. See, this choir back here rehearses 52 weeks a year blending their voices together. And this sanctuary has been cared for by this congregation and numerous people through 77 years. Volunteers have stuffed the bulletins tonight and the staff has run the copiers. There's 77 years of love and sweat and elbow grease that went into tonight. This is the gift of worship in all its beauty and majesty. And in return, we invite you to give too. Help ensure that this continues for many, many more years to come for our families and for this community, a welcoming place for all. Like the wise men and women of long ago, we bring our gifts before the one known as the Wonderful Counselor, the Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father, the Mighty God. So give generously. Those of you on the inside aisles, if you'll take the pew pad and register that you're here with us tonight, pass it down the pew and back so you can greet one another following the worship service. Will the ushers come forward as we receive this night's Christmas offering?
the birth. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn. In that region, there were shepherds living in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign for you. You will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace among those whom he favors.
Well, the familiar words of the Christmas story, the night air, the music, this sanctuary and people gathered around us here tonight is a special night. Preparations are complete. We return home to the arms of those we know and love to wonder again at the mystery of it all and to celebrate however briefly that God has not left us alone. God has not left us to our own wits and devices, but God is with us. And so this night is filled with possibility. The Word became flesh, dwells among us. Earlier this evening, we had our annual children's Christmas pageant, and it's always difficult to get everyone on the microphone at just the right moment when they're supposed to deliver their lines. And tonight, the angels could hardly be heard delivering their lines, so the tech back at the back of the sanctuary turned up the volume on that microphone so they could be heard. And then the one little angel who was closest to the mic, wanting to make sure her important line got out, declares with gusto, Jesus is born. It was so loud, everybody sort of lifted off the pews. <laughs> it wasn't long ago that once a children's nativity pageant was full of all of those last-minute emergencies, but it was moving towards the conclusion. And in the final scene, two wise men and one wise woman were all three jostling for the spotlight and Mary squeezed the little plastic doll Jesus, and a small boy waved to his parents in the second pew. And then suddenly behind the stage curtain, a real baby began to shriek with this piercing sound. It was a hungry shriek of a small child that belonged to the mother who was back behind the scenes as a scene shifter. And for one instant, the whole place just froze. And a man sitting next to the bishop in the front row shouted, Jesus Christ! <laughs> and in that one heart-stopping moment with that unintended oath, just kind of hanging there in the air, the word became real. For some adults that get cynical and think they've seen it all before. The songs, the pageants, those who had long stopped making the connection or didn't want to, to the point that God's love and power enters into the mainstream of human existence. It came into focus for that one brief moment in that pageant. We tend to forget on Christmas Eve when the evening is hushed and all is quiet. We tend to forget that this Lord and Savior came into the midst of the chaos that existed before he was born and the chaos that extended after his birth. In fact, he came into the world because of the chaos raging around us the chaos we live in. In the race to decorate and get the gifts under the tree, we forget that Christmas is for adults, not just for children. 
We may be glad to leave the reality of our own daily lives briefly as we keep Christmas. While we embrace the old routines and we enjoy the family traditions, but we may not really expect anything to happen. Not here in this quiet stillness. Not anything that has the power to make any real difference in our world or in our lives. In those lives where we have to face challenges that we tempor temporarily set aside this evening when we came in here. We may not really believe that it can bring any order to the chaos that we surely are going to face when we leave here tonight. See, the birth of Christ was both an ordinary and an earthy and a humble and yet an unexpected and a surprising and a miraculous event that took place in the lives of people like you and me. For a brief moment in time, heaven and earth touched the real experience of people. Real people. God intervened. And whatever door that we open, whatever manger we make available in our own lives, Christ still enters in. The God up there somewhere has become the God down here somewhere, really everywhere that Christ Jesus is recognized, honored, and invited in. God is with us. That's what Christmas is about. Now, who really knows what the facts are surrounding the birth of Jesus? You know, as for me, the longer I live, the more inclined I am to believe in a miracle. There's just more that we don't know about life than there is that we do know about life. And the more I reflect on this story, the more I suspect that if I had been there at this birth, I might have seen and heard some things that would be hard to reconcile with modern science. But of course, that's not the point. Because the people who wrote this and wrote about it were not primarily interested in the facts of this birth, just as people who love us are really not all that interested primarily in the facts of our birth. It's what it meant when he was born. And how for them the world was never the same again. And those who love you, their lives were never the same again when you were born their whole lives changed. Their whole lives were charged with new significance. So really, whether there were 10 million angels singing or just the woman herself and her husband, when that child was born, the whole course of history was changed. And that's a fact. As hard and blunt as any fact. 
art, music, literature, our culture itself, our political institutions, our entire understanding of ourselves and the world has been impacted by that birth. Frankly, it's impossible to even conceive how differently world history would be and would have developed if that child had not been born. Have you ever noticed that when God does a big thing, it nearly always starts out in a small way? God comes to achieve a holy purpose in the world, not by force, but by redeeming love. When people were slaves in Egypt, salvation came, but it started out with the deliverance of a castaway baby in the bulrushes, Moses. And when God paints himself into his own creation, he comes humbly to this poor young couple in a distant place. How disarming is that? Big things change when God starts out small. What needs to change more than anything else in this world is the human heart. Once a heart has become cold and hardened, no show of force, no threat of judgment can reverse that deadening. But love, love changes things. Love never ends. It's the one thing that still stands when all else has fallen. Here in this account in the Bible, is Jesus who was destined to have a greater impact on the next 2,000 years of human history than anybody else. And we know that now. But back then, when these words were first written, they didn't know it yet. They only knew that something had happened in their experience by the hand and intervention of God. And the very stars in the sky just seemed to kind of hold their breath. Nobody knew yet what Jesus was going to say or what he was going to do. And maybe it's worthwhile to pretend tonight we don't really either. Pretending that we've never really heard him yet ourselves. Because that may actually be closer to the truth than we may think. You see, it wasn't a departure from reality that they experienced. It was the almighty and everlasting God breaking into their reality and in a surprising and a completely unexpected way, giving himself. And those people in the New Testament were not just sitting around somewhere contemplating life. They weren't withdrawn from the activity and demands of life itself. But something was uncaged. Something was let loose in the world in Jesus. Truth itself, or more to the point, truth himself, had searched them out. They tried to describe it as best they could, but words 
sometimes just are so inadequate. I mean, have you ever tried to describe what it's like to fall in love? You can't, you can't even come close in your description to the experience of it. So they left these accounts which center around a reality that they came to know. I'm bringing you good news of great joy for all people. For you, today is born a Savior who's the Messiah, Christ the Lord. You ever notice how when God does a big thing, it always starts out in a small way? I wonder tonight what new thing God is doing in our lives that we haven't yet even discerned. It's too small, too insignificant to have attracted our attention yet. I mean, the psalmist writes, Be still. Be still and know that I'm God. Will we leave this sanctuary tonight and return to business as usual? Or perhaps will we leave here with some small change of heart, some new perspective, some new willingness to join the shepherds and others through the centuries and say, let us go and see this thing that the Lord has made known to us. God has come to us in Jesus Christ. And now we too must decide whether we will respond and join the parade of those who have gathered at the manger to honor Him. And who by so doing return to their homes differently, changed, even at peace, because Christ has been born anew in them. You just never know what the Lord might do in and through you if you believe. To you, this day is born a Savior who's the Messiah, Christ the Lord. So let the words of the old carol, or little town of Bethlehem, be our prayer tonight. O holy child of Bethlehem, descend to us, we pray. Cast out our sin and enter in. Be born in us today. We hear the Christmas angels and the great glad tidings tell. O come to us, abide with us, our Lord, Emmanuel. And now it is Christmas. Amen. Will you please join me in prayer? We are different tonight, Lord, and you have made us different. It's been a rough year for so many, so much loss and so much chaos, both natural and some of our own making. And we have at times experienced a world that refuses you and your message of peace and justice and love and compassion. 
And with such a refusal, we experience a world that demands so much of us, so much of our soul. It tests our humanity, it terrorizes the future, and it compromises the present. But when we feel the weight, the weight of the world, you come and invite us to be close to you and experience rest. Thank you. God, do you come to the edge of heaven each advent and fling the star into the December sky because you once more hear our tears? Do you laugh with joy as it lights the darkness of the earth? And the angels hearing your holy laughter, do they begin to congregate and practice their alleluias? And when we hear the song of stillness, and feel the brush of the angel's wings, and we turn and the world despairs, but you make us full of expectancy, full of hope that this year, perhaps this year, perhaps the earth will fall to its knees in a whisper of peace. We're different tonight, Lord. You have made us different. We are your Christmas people, Holy One, for we know that each year the child is born again. Each year, some new heart finally hears, finally sees, and finally knows love. And in heaven, there is great rejoicing. There is a festival of stars, and there is a celebration among the angels. For in the finding of one lost sheep, one lost sheep, the heart of the shepherd is made glad. Your heart rejoices. What a mystery. And Christmas has happened once more. And the child is born brand new. And one more knee is bowed. When the holy child is born into our hearts, we are different. When the Holy Child is born into our hearts, there is a rain of stars and a rushing of angels and a blazing of candles. You, Lord God Almighty, have burst into our lives and love is running through the streets. We are your Christmas people, Lord. We are your Easter people, Lord. For without the manger, there would be no cross. We follow you, Lord, and that has made us different. All is calm. All is bright. You have come to us this holy night. Thank you. And thank you, God, that when we have no words, when our hearts are simply silent, you give us the words to pray, the prayer that your Son taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. 
Amen. Concluding Carol. And lived among us. We've seen his glory. He was in the beginning with God, and all things came into being through him. And without him, not one thing came into being. And what has come into being in him was life. And that life is the light of all people. That light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it.
Now lift high your candle for the world to see. We can bear the light of Christ in the darkness together. And we can witness to the way the world should be and still can be by the way we live with one another and the way we live for others. Let your light shine as you leave from here tonight. And now as you lower your candles and extinguish them, carry the light of Christ in your heart. And oh, Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.